So there are so many to cover. I'm just going to look at three because these are ones that I use all the time and almost in every baking recipe, I would say. Welcome to Eat Your Veg, a podcast for all things plant-based. I'm your host, Elizabeth Emery, a vegan food blogger and recipe developer based in Vancouver, BC. In these short podcasts, we'll explore all aspects of eating a vegan diet, from sharing the best plant-based milks and cheeses, to explaining exactly how to cook tofu and why you're still getting it wrong. If you're a brand new vegan, or if you're simply looking to eat more plant-based meals and want a bit of guidance, this podcast is for you. Hi everybody, hope you're having a fabulous week. So today I thought we would talk about something I get asked a lot, probably more than anything else to be honest, and that is vegan baking swaps. Now I don't know about you, but when I went vegan, one of the most daunting parts I think for me was learning how to bake. And bear in mind I went vegan and almost simultaneously went gluten free as well. So I kind of made this doubly hard for myself and was fairly insistent that I wanted to do it in a whole food way. <laughs> so I didn't make it easy. And when I went vegan back in 2012, the marketplace was very different in terms of what was available, in terms of how many vegan bloggers there were, etc. Now you kind of can't move for finding vegan baking blogs and Instagram accounts. There's so many, it's, it's so, so popular. But back then it really wasn't. It was very new a little bit scary. Any recipes you found online or in cookbooks invariably made extreme use of soy products. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but we didn't really have options like oat milk and people weren't using coconut cream in the same way back then so much. And things tasted a bit heavy and a bit hard and it just wasn't great. So I wish there are certain things I'd known back then because it would have made the transition so much simpler. So today, I am going to cover for you my top three vegan baking swaps. First to say, there are so many things that you can substitute in vegan and gluten-free baking. I'm specifically going to cover vegan. I'm not going to look at gluten-free so much today, but let me know if that's a thing you'd like in a future episode. So there are so many to cover. I'm just going to look at three because these are ones that I use all the time and almost in every baking recipe, I would say. They're some of my favourites and they work incredibly well. I've been completely bowled over by how well they work instead of dairy products and eggs. So number one, my absolute favorite vegan baking swap would have to be flax for egg. So if you've never used flax before, it's a seed and you can buy it whole or ground. For baking purposes, we really want it ground or you can buy it whole and mill it in a blender yourself. The rough way of using flax is to sub one tablespoon with maybe two to three tablespoons of water, mix it up and you sub that for one egg. And it works very similarly. There are differences when it comes to baking, but in terms of switching out eggs, I always like a flax egg. Other people do like chia eggs as well. Personally, I just find flax a little more reliable. And I think the benefits of flax really, I mean, it's very good for you. It's, I believe, high in omega-3, but don't quote me on that because I'm not a nutritionist. One of my favourite things about it is it's very inexpensive. It's shelf-stable, so you can buy a small bag of flax, which will cost you maybe a few dollars if you're in North America, and you can store it ideally in the fridge, but you can store it on the shelf as well. 
and it'll last you for months. It really will. It won't go off, unlike eggs. So that's a really, really great swap. It works well in muffins and cookies and cakes. I've used it in all of these and it's just one of my absolute favourites. Number two would have to be the wonderful coconut oil instead of butter. Now, I'm a big fan of coconut products. They are high in fat. Yes, this is true. But I tend to think of it as so would butter and cream be if we were using them instead, which is what we're subbing these in for, really. So I tend to use them sparingly, but I do enjoy using coconut oil in my baking. It's wonderful. It has such a buttery, creamy taste. Yes, you can taste the coconut. So I would try it if you're sensitive to the taste of coconut and see what you think, because some people can taste it more than others. I don't really taste it myself anymore, but I've also been eating coconut for quite a long time. It melts well, it's perfect in cakes and cookies and muffins, and it just gives everything a really, really nice creamy taste that is a great replacement for butter, actually. If you're looking for that sort of slightly heavier creaminess, coconut oil is a really, really good one to use. I particularly like using it in cookies, where you would naturally use quite a lot of butter anyway. And it's also a good option for cakes. That said, there's a little caveat. I know some people prefer not to use oil. And I have heard very reliably from many of you out there, because I asked this to my community on Instagram, that instead of using oil, mashed banana and applesauce are great substitutes, particularly in cakes. I have tried this myself. I've found them to be very successful, but I want to do a little more uh, research with this because I think it's a great sub and it's always nice to use a bit less oil if you don't need to use it and you don't want to perhaps. And number three is my all-time favourite that you've probably heard me talk about too many times on this podcast already and that would be coconut milk instead of cream. Coconut milk is a wonderful wonderful product and whilst I'm not using it in baking per se I do use it instead of heavy or whipped cream in many cakes, brownies and things like that. Anything that wants a chocolate ganache it's fantastic for and anywhere you'd use whipped or heavy cream. The very, very easy way of making coconut whipped cream is you take a can of coconut milk, and for this you want to buy the most, probably the most expensive coconut milk you can find because they are not all created equal. Um, now this podcast is in no way sponsored, but I am a big fan of the Whole Foods 365 brand myself. I find they make a very high quality coconut milk and it separates very nicely in the fridge. So you take your can of coconut milk, pop it in the fridge overnight, let the, the hardened cream and the water separate and then scoop out only the hardened cream. You can use the water for a smoothie or whatever you like. And you're going to whisk the hardened coconut cream with an electric mixer, electric beaters. If you've got a KitchenAid mixer, use that for a couple of minutes until it starts to resemble whipped cream. And if you get lumps in it, sometimes this can happen and it can mean that you just need to add a little bit of the coconut water liquid in. Sometimes it happens because you've got a crappy can of coconut milk basically <laughs> like I say they are not all made equally it's very important to get a good quality one here but eventually you will end up with beautiful light fluffy peaked whipped cream and it's perfect for sandwiching between cakes serving with brownies with crisps or crumbles and making chocolate ganache with so there you have it those are my three top vegan baking swaps there are many more out there I know many of you have experimented with using aquafaba, which is the water that comes in a can of chickpeas. Apparently that makes wonderful meringues and excellent chocolate mousse. And I'm looking forward to trying that myself. So I'll let you know when I've done more of that. But I'm very curious to know what your top vegan baking swaps are yourself. And as always, if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review or a rating in Apple. 
And I'd love to hear from you. If there are any questions or areas of vegan living that you'd love me to cover on the podcast, please let me know. You can either send me a direct message on Instagram, I'm at Vancouver with Love, or you can email me at elizabeth at vancouverwithlove.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week.